0: You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. Over the past few months, Governor Kathy Hochul has used the term unprecedented to describe weather events like the massive snow in Buffalo, unhealthy air quality from Canadian wildfires, and most recently, flash flooding. Reporter Ava Pukach talked to an expert about whether this is, as the governor says, our new normal.
1: Andrew Vanderyat, who leads the Applied Forest and Ecology Lab at SUNY ESF, says all indication and records show these are unprecedented events and that climate change is real.
2: We have events that are occurring that are novel, that have never occurred, that are outside of that normal distribution that we have within our historical records of climate.
1: Vanderyat says what makes him nervous with the trends of the Canadian wildfires on the Northeast is the biodiversity of the East Coast differs from the West Coast. He said this has led the compositions of our forests on the East Coast to favor fire-sensitive and disturbance-intolerant species.
2: Those trends are going to collide with future predicted increases in fire. Um, so we have fire-sensitive forests colliding with um, an increases in future wildfire activity, and that's a recipe for ecological disaster, severe degradation of those forested systems um, if, if we don't do anything, if we don't think about ways to manage our forests to be more resilient to those predicted futures.
1: These unprecedented events are almost like a type of whiplash for forest ecosystems. Vanderjot says that variability can make it hard for a species to really find its niche. He says species like the sugar maple and oak trees illustrate two sides of a coin, saying conditions and frequency of droughts will likely not favor the growth of sugar maple in the future and expects to see a dominance of oaks in the region. And Vanderyat explains while there is hope in forest management to increase forest resiliency... A key issue is the rate of change is outpacing the rate people can respond to those changes.
2: Forests have a really difficult time keeping up with the extreme variability that we're creating in our climate. The amount of energy that we are putting into our atmosphere and our oceans and all of the uh, subsequent impacts that's having on climate variability is making it really difficult for our tree species and and wildlife to keep up.
1: In Syracuse, I'm Eva Pukaj for WXXI News.
0: The next few days will be quite warm and steamy around Rochester in western New York, with temperatures today expected to reach or get close to 90. As WXXI's Randy Gorbin tells us, there are places people in Rochester can go to get some relief from the heat.
3: With temperatures expected to approach or maybe even top 90 from Wednesday through Friday, the City of Rochester has put its cool sweep plan into place for all three days. That includes having various places that city residents can cool off, including libraries and R centers. There are also places to swim, including Durant Eastman Beach, Genesee Valley Park Pool, and the Adam Street and Trenton and Pamela Jackson R centers and there are also spray parks located around the city. Governor Kathy Hochul put out a statement cautioning New Yorkers to be aware of dangerous heat conditions, with the state health commissioner, Dr. James McDonald, noting that high temperatures and humid conditions can be dangerous, especially for older adults and those with chronic health conditions. And the head of the state's Department of Public Service also suggests that both individuals and businesses lower their power usage to help reduce the demand for electricity. Randy Gorman, WXXI News.
0: The cleanup continues in Canandaigua after the flood of July 9th, but the bulk of those efforts is winding down. City Manager John Goodwin says public works crews and volunteers will stop picking up flood debris from curbsides on Friday. He says the recent federal disaster declaration means Canandaigua is in line for funding to help pay for the cleanup and for infrastructure repair.
3: Like the city's costs for uh, all the firefighters that helped during the flood, uh, including the costs from the people that assisted us, uh, all the way up to the debris removal that we're doing uh, currently, uh, would all get reimbursed.
0: But Goodwin says the aid only helps public entities. He and other local leaders are trying to get both the state and federal government to give aid to area homeowners who have their own costs associated with cleanup and damage repairs. The University of Rochester is offering an update on a cybersecurity attack that was first reported in early June. University President Sarah Mangelsdorf said the incident involves software vulnerabilities and a product that was provided by a third party vendor. This week, in an email to you of our faculty, staff and students, Mangelsdorf said the attack was carried out by foreign cyber criminals. She said they gained access to employees and students' personal information, and in some cases, the information of their spouses, domestic partners, and dependents who are enrolled in benefit programs. Officials say UR Medicine's electronic health record system, (E-Record) and MyChart remain secure. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.